0: Here we are in person. This is a very special episode. I think this is the most requested film. I've had people asking us to do this movie. Don't worry. We're not going to talk about the movie yet. We'll banter a bit. I'm just saying this is a big episode for some people who have been really excited about this film. Something else that's very exciting happening soon. Our sister is no longer going to be a Magellan at the movies. Right. Saturday. (laughs) He's gonna be a
1: cowin at the movie. He's gonna be a cowan at the kinema. Yep, at the kinema. Elliot, are you excited for the wedding? Uh, it's gonna be interesting. Uh, like I've already said to Nathan, this will be the first time that he actually meets our executive producer since uh, she's gonna be there. So that'll be that'll be a big moment for our program. But obviously, <laughs> very excited for our sister, uh, and uh, very excited to see. Sound like, I sound like a politician. Uh, I'm very excited to see the direction that this takes us, our family. <laughs> As a family. Yeah, you're going to party
0: down? Kind of, you know, drop some moves? There's going to be
1: alcohol uh, at the reception. So, okay. Uh, maybe. But I've already actually sampled alcohol at the Pork Expo, <laughs> which if you didn't know, is basically like Comic Con for pork producers. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was pretty terrible, so I might, yeah. I might not. We had a really yet. fun time taking about two hours, I think, to drink <laughs> a half, handful half a liter <laughs> of liter of some whiskey alcohol. lemonade.
0: Yeah, yes, but uh, yeah. Nathan, Congrats- what's your favorite wedding movie? Oh my lord! I don't know. When Harry Met Sally is my favorite rom com, but not a wedding movie. Yeah, I guess I don't know. Favorite Kill Bill
1: Volume Two that has a wedding in it. I didn't know that. I haven't seen it. I've never seen any wedding movie, actually, so. Oh, oh The Princess Bride. Sure. That has a wedding. That has mo- two weddings, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Spoilers for The Princess Bride. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So, shout out to the happy couple, or the hopefully happy couple. <laughs>
1: wow. I have engaged their <laughs> emotions heading in. Well, you never know. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about some important things.
0: <laughs> oh, gosh. What are you going to mention now? Movies. Yep. Let's talk about something important. Something that matters in real life to Mm -hmm. people. Not Mm -hmm. weddings. Not love. Movies. Exactly. Yeah. I can introduce the film. Oft requested. We're doing High School Musical. This is easily the most popular Disney Channel original movie for a lot of people our age. And by that, I mean Elliot and I's age. Not your age if you're like 82 and listening to this. This is a... A big movie. Lots of my peers talk about this movie. They discuss at great length the merits of each of these three. There's a trilogy eventually, um, but this was the first one. I think it really kickstarted the Disney Channel original movie sort of template, um, for better or for worse. It follows the plot of Grease, if you've ever seen Grease. If you haven't seen Grease, it follows troy bolton and gabriella some last name that i can't remember montez I think. montez yeah uh they meet over new year's while they're both on break from their junior year of high school they kind of fall in love sparks fly <laughs> really quickly they sing and everything yep they sing and then uh she ends up being transferred to his school so they both kind of try to navigate their burgeoning romance as they both also try to navigate their new kind of love for music with their, you know, the activities they were already in basically. So neither of us had seen this movie. This was not one of the Disney channel original movies that we saw. Which there were many. Yeah. We did see quite a few. I don't know how high school musical never ended up being one that we watched. We just didn't like musicals. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. So I'm really excited about this movie, this review, because Elliot is such a curmudgeonly old man. He hasn't related to a character in high school since he was like six years old. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm really, I'm really excited to hear
1: his thoughts. Elliot, were you excited to do this? No, I've resisted doing this for a long time, but you know what they say. Death waits for no man. Oh my gosh! Wow. Well, let's just let's just dive into it. Oh, oh yeah. first of all, okay. sorry. I just want to say that there's a lot of wedding business going on upstairs right now that we're avoiding helping with. So if you if there's a lot of background noise in this episode, it's because people are stomping around, moving things around, and just generally striking the roof of the room we're in, which is the floor of the room that they're in. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, let's let's dive in. Elliot, were you excited to see this and more importantly, give us your opening thoughts on this film.
1: Look, what do you want me? <laughs> what do you expect to happen here? <laughs> I would just want to say that if you should like the movies that you like, art quality and the objectiveness thereof that's a that's a bit of a a tangled debate but your enjoyment of and perception of art that is something that is fully owned by you and nobody can or should take that away from you but at the same time <laughs> my perception of the art in question was exactly what was happening? I felt like a 22 year old man watching a movie designed for and aimed at pre teens. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: yeah, I mean, that's fair. I also think the thing that came to my mind as I was kind of preparing for this episode oh, I forgot to bring my notebook, but fortunately, I think I remembered everything was the image of someone like cutting bread with a chainsaw that it's like that it kind of feels like that bringing really serious high-minded critical analysis to a movie that is kind of like you said built for a simpler
1: sort of audience Do you have thoughts on that you're making a lot of faces oh no i don't i mean i don't want to alienate anyone
0: i'm fine again you know We've already said, enjoy what you want to enjoy. This is just our perspective, and I'm excited to talk about the movie as well as kind of get some of your thoughts on, you know, why this movie appealed to people, why is this the most popular Disney Channel original movie, kind of some of that
1: discussion. Well, you should never look to me for insights as to what's popular and why. I know, but I still, I'm still going to ask you. Um, Well, then I'm going to tell you right now, I don't know. Dang it.
0: All right. Well, let's, let's jump into the movie. Okay, I think let's begin with the music of the movie. It's High School Musical. There's quite a few
1: musical passages. Right, yes. I'm seeing the connection. Yeah.
0: What did you think of the music? Because I had,
1: actually, before you answer that,
0: you're already (laughs) smiling. (laughs) Before you answer that, I had already seen, I watched High School Musical 2 a bit ago. And I just want to say right now, High School Musical 2 is so much worse than this movie. The music is worse. The story is worse. Everything about it is worse, except for Ryan's outfits, which are so much better. I just want to say that it could be worse for you. You
1: could have had to have seen the second one. Anyway, what did you think of the music? Yeah, I, I thought it was not very good. I mm. thought that it was very, you may or may not hear this, but we've just spoken with Ryan, our younger brother, who watched the movie with me, and he said that it was very poppy, uh, and I agree. There wasn't anything. There was just nothing very impressive about it. Uh, nothing lyrically or rhythmically or mo- melodically. Is that a word? Yeah, that's a word. Yeah, it all it sound. It all sounded like the most bland pop song you would find when you're scrolling through radio stations trying to find something good to listen to. It wasn't bad. There were parts of it that I thought were bad, like the mix. I don't know if. It was the TV I was watching it on, or if I've just listened to. Okay, Nathan's shaking his head. The mix was weird. It was so quiet in p- moments where it seemed like it needed to be loud. And also, the lip. I mean, obviously, this was done. This was all the singing took place in a studio <laughs> that was then dubbed in over the movie, and it looks it, dude. Like, it looked. It reminded me of the spaghetti westerns where they <laughs> they dub lines over uh over the actual acting because they record them later on for reasons unknown i'm sure there is an actual reason as far as the the spaghetti westerns are concerned and as far as this is concerned cuz obviously when you're doing strenuous dancing you're not going to be singing at your best like yeah. it's just that's not the circumstances you want all of this to say the mix was weird
0: Yeah, the Gabrielle's, Gabriella's song, when she, like, finds out that Troy doesn't care about music or whatever, her song, particularly, the mix was atrocious. She was way too, which is to say, the mix being how well you can hear the singing versus the instrumental backing is kind of what I'm talking about.
1: Oh, yeah, that's not really what I'm talking about. I'm just using words that I don't, Fully understand the meaning. Okay, well, I w- I, I think that song, that song with
0: Gabriella, was where I really saw the mix being. She was mixed way too low, so you could barely hear hear her singing, and you could mostly just hear the backing music
1: track, which was goofy. I don't know what you were talking about. Maybe then. it's <laughs> not sound editing, or it is sound editing because sound mixing is like the creation of sound. Sound editing is like. Oh, I flipped it? Yeah. Okay, sound editing is the creation of sound. So it's the sound mix, not necessarily the musical mix. Yeah. Because I thought the sound mix was weird because everyone, like, you have these huge groups of people who have all unanimously agreed to start singing, and they just sound so quiet. Oh, sure. Like, especially in the one song where everyone's talking about the things that they like that are kind of going against the grain of the thing that they're known for yeah and the whole cafeteria is singing and it, they're just so quiet and it's supposed to be like the, this music is supposed to be energetic and it's supposed to be impactful and punchy but all of that just felt fell so flat because the sound mix was so wonky yeah I
0: I think I can agree with that. I guess, well, I would say about the music, again, I thought it was better than the music in the second one. Uh, Not by a huge margin. I did think Sharpay and Ryan's version of whatever that song was. Someone, no, I can't remember what the name of it
1: was. I don't know what you're talking
0: about. What, the audition song. Sharpay and Ryan. First audition? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sharpay and Ryan sing a song and it's all upbeat and jazzy. And then... That describes all of the songs in this movie. Okay, and then Troy and Gabrielle sing like a down-tempo sort of version of it. Oh, yeah. Sharpay and Ryan's was so much better than the other one because that song was clearly designed to be done jazzy. I could feel the notes wanting to be jazzier. They wanted to (laughs) lay back. I don't know if you know this, but jazz is played very... It's
1: in the pocket, very late in the beat. They wanted to put in a cigar and doff their fedora and and lower the lights and get things a little smoother.
0: Yes, exactly. The notes wanted to do that, and Sharpay and Ryan let them. I think that was probably, honestly, my favorite song in the entire thing. Uh, I guess the other thing I would say about the songs, and this is, uh, I guess, a pro. It's not a huge pro. But besides... Gabriella's song that I've already mentioned, the mix being so terrible, in I felt like most of the songs did a pretty good job of being, or at least feeling somewhat essential to the plot, that they established an idea or conveyed an idea. And Gabriella's was just the classic stupid, you know, we're fighting for no reason, not even before the climax, but we'll get into that later. But most of the songs had either a plot reason, like the songs they sang for auditions or the songs they practiced for auditions, stuff like that, or had like a plot reason in world or a plot reason in movie, like the song you mentioned where people were being told, you know, stick to what you know or whatever, served the function of showing, right, this is how the high school feels about people in their specific roles. So it didn't have the thing that annoys me in a lot of old Hollywood musicals where it's like just some doofus gets to sing an inane song about nothing that just fills three minutes of the movie's time for no reason.
1: That irritates me so much. There was none of that in this. Uh, I guess I I sort of agree. Well, I I agree completely. It's just that doesn't really do much to elevate the movie in my eyes. Um, I want to say about that song where everyone was being like, I have this one thing that defines me, but hold on, here's another thing that defines me. I've gone from one-dimensional to two-dimensional. Isn't that a step up? When the one kid said that he likes to play cello, the cello is awesome and really hard to play. So I think that the other kids... In addition to being obviously very narrow-minded, as was the point of the song, we're also being stupid for not showing some respect to the cello. I also loved how then the song, he like pulled a cello yes! out of nowhere. Yes! And he started was playing a, a he guitar. Let, 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 <laughs> guitar over the cello. <laughs> I, I noted that too. I was like, why are you teasing me with the prospect of a cello? and giving me Bohemian Rhapsody. (laughs) The Bohemian Rhapsody doesn't actually have guitars in it. So that was a stupid, we are the champions. There was even a shot where like
0: very obviously it was showing the cello being played to the exact same rhythm of the guitar.
1: But I guess the target audience would have been like, huh, what's that doing? (laughs) Yeah, I think that's a good place to segue to what I thought. Oh, well I I wanna say one more thing about the songs. Is that I thought that the, here's something that I'm sure you'll love. This movie made me appreciate La La Land more. No, let's put them go. Because the instrumental backing for all these songs was frustratingly similar. And it made me think about how a lot of a lot of the songs in La La Land are, are accompanied by like a big band sort of brassy sound, or like more orchestral or just a piano. And it creates a lot of variety in the movie's soundscape. And this movie did not have that. At all. Yes. I would agree with that. Okay. So to segue, I think,
0: with this cello thing. (laughs) To rewind a little bit and then segue. And then segue. Um, I want to kind of talk about how this movie, and I told you this when I said, like, hey, we're going to do this movie. I said, is it going to be stupid fun like Sky High or stupid, stupid like Hot Rod? two movies that we've reviewed in the past and had differing reactions to and i guess i wanted kind of your take because as i was watching this movie i was convinced the person who wrote this has never been within a nautical mile of a high school what on the timeline of this movie makes no sense the plot makes very little sense i don't understand how they have I don't understand the timeline of when the musical is supposed to come out because they're having callbacks so late. I don't understand why they're already in the championship game at the beginning of the semester I they were in the playoffs. But then they didn't play any playoff games. Well, I don't know. Well, this is what I'm saying. The plot makes so little sense. And even the idea of, I mean, I know high school can be a very kind of tribalistic, place where you do have to find the thing you're known for and then stick to it but this is clearly taking it a step further where you know you can't play basketball and cook those two seem like things you could definitely do so i guess i want to know did you think this was stupid
1: stupid or did you have some fun uh i thought it was stupid stupid dang i had some fun some incidental fun, because I was watching it with Ryan, and we were making fun of the movie together. Sure. So, but you can do that if you're, like, at the DMV, or at the at the Rocky Mountains, you can have fun making fun of things, if you like to make fun of mountain ranges. Um, but no, I, yeah, I, I didn't spend a lot of time in a public high school. We were both homeschooled, if, yes. if anyone didn't know. Uh, We did some classes at at the old high school. Um, We were both in band for a while. You were in theater. I I was in theater. Uh, I was in one musical, but mostly I was in... And I didn't sing. I had a speaking part. But I mostly did plays. Yeah. Not that that matters. (laughs) reliving my high school days here. The point is, I don't know if this is accurate to the high school experience. Or if high schools indeed have... Not just, it's not an unwritten rule. It's like an actively maintained hierarchy. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the racial hierarchy of the Deep South out oh here. God. The way it's jealously and violently protected. Not violently, obviously. But the way they're obsessed with it mm-hmm. to an unhealthy degree. Maybe that's realistic. Maybe it's not. Uh, we had a lot of cliques at home school. <laughs> um, there was a lot of tribalism and a lot of people enforcing very rigid roles for each person. It was pretty brutal. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, it was definitely stupid. Um, and there were a lot of things that annoyed me about it. Okay. Um, especially on the character front. Sure. I thought a lot of the characters were pretty darn annoying, especially mm. the drama teacher. <laughs> really did not like it whenever she was on screen um, or the basketball coach. I thought he was also. I just, I never like caricatures unless the Simpsons is doing it. I just don't like that. And even like 40% of the time, I don't like it when the Simpsons does it. But most of the time, across any medium, I just don't like caricatures because mm. they, they, by definition, they have one thing. And unless that thing is Hilarious, which it often isn't. That'll get old very fast. Sure, I think that goes a long way to showing why you, because I
0: didn't, I didn't find this as much fun as I found Sky High. Because I thought Sky High had a lot of technical elements that were contributing to its sense of camp. I guess you could say it was a very campy story. This one doesn't have, or at least I didn't feel like it had a lot of technical things. Feeding into the campiness of the story. It was just a very campy story, which, you know, can only go so far. I was not as annoyed as you were with those characters. I did dislike the way she said musical. 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 That was so annoying. That was irritating. I think, and again, this is kind of in contrast to High School Musical 2. I felt like this one had a much more like the idea of the message of the story was a much better place than it was in High School Musical 2. And this one felt a lot less like a movie that only works if you've never been exposed to the real world before. The second one has a story and you can see this in other Disney Channel original movies that it's that you would only care about this if you were a child. If you were an adult, you would know this doesn't matter. And this movie is very much kind of playing into that, but not in a harmful way, in a kind of, I think, a very nice way of saying, hey, you might think that this thing that you're really well known for is the only thing that matters. It doesn't have to be. If you like something else, you can pursue something else. I think that's a really good message. And I think the movie is very earnest in its attempt to convey that message. So I I found the story kind of charming, you know, obviously in a very simplistic way, but I found it to be a a reasonably charming little film. I I could tell that you feel the same by the way you're laughing.
1: This is such, this is like, we couldn't have scripted this better as a way to demonstrate the differences in our personalities. (laughs) Because the entire time watching this movie, the only thing I was thinking about the message was like, wouldn't it be so much better and more impactful if Troy slash and Gabrielle actually had to choose between their <laughs> obligations or if they actually had to engage with the idea that they, I mean, Gabrielle had not because she was very much coerced into this academic decathlon or whatever. But Troy did actually make... A commitment to his team and had an obligation spawning from that and i thought that would be much more interesting and practical as a message to explore that a little bit more but it was just like nah you can have it all and i think that's dumb because that's yeah. wrong <laughs> you know i said you know again yeah you, what you can't have is a complete removal of you know from my vocabulary but what you also can't have is you can't have it all and so if you need to make a choice then you need to make a choice and what is the point of like i understand that the message in like a meta sense is you don't have to be defined by one single thing but the actual what actually happens in the movie in terms of the actual text or the 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 narrative is that you can have it all you don't need to make a choice and you don't need to worry about responsibilities or obligations that you make you can just sort of finagle it so that you can do everything
0: yeah and i think that it's funny that you say you can't represent like a more clear distinction in our personalities and the way we see the world because i'm sitting here and i'm like i think i kind of have had it you know in a lot of cases and i i think you know, obviously the message isn't universally true, but in a high school setting or even in a college setting, I found it true that while it was difficult for me to juggle being in athletics and music, I had quite a few extracurriculars all the way through my undergrad. I still had the time and the ability to do that. And I had people who supported me through that. So I think in a smaller context, you know, it is true. And this is, Right, I'm trying to give it as much of the benefit of the doubt as possible and see it in the
1: happiest way, and you are just not here for it. <laughs> well, well, look, two things. One is that that is part of why I thought this movie was stupid stupid, was because having been in plays, having been in a musical with people who were in sports and other stuff, I knew that the conflict it was setting up didn't make any sense because the conflict wasn't a real thing conflict it wasn't that the two ske- until the very end the two schedules didn't actually conflict yeah it was just that they thought somehow that thinking about a musical will impede their abilities in these other arenas that they're in that's dumb they don't have
0: their but head also, in the game
1: high schoolers are dumb so i kind of understand that the other thing is i don't think the movie my problem is i don't think the movie is realized that that's that it, I think it has accidentally said that you can have it all. I think it's less concerned with that conflict because the movie is deeply simple and so it doesn't really have a, re, a strong grasp of the idea of conflicts. And so it's more about, it is exclusively about this idea of having a multifaceted identity and it has incidentally stumbled onto a conflict between. Passions and responsibilities and commitments—that's all much more interesting than what it's done. And it has again accidentally told a very stupid and wrong message about this thing that it's stumbled on.
0: That's so. I, again, I go back to the metaphor of cutting bread with a chainsaw. That it's just so ludicrously more highbrow than the movie maybe deserves or even warrants. But I love. I'm having so much fun,
1: Elliot. I, I and- hope. <laughs> I understand that, but, I mean, we watch stupid movies as children. uh, So that's fine, obviously. Not every children's movie should, has to be, or should be teaching us something. Because most of the children in the audience probably are going to miss it at the end of the day. Um, But also, we watched, well, some movies we watched that we probably shouldn't have been watching at our age but dad just really wanted to show us them classic but also we watched movies that were a bit more complex and a bit more sophisticated and these days they've released children's movies like uh into the spider or into the spider verse and across the spider verse which is maybe more aimed at the like pre-teenagers than adolescents but like Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. I think that was definitely aiming for a very young audience. Um, And the young audience was definitely served by the movie's color and hijinks and humor and stuff. But also, I think that it's sort of... The best children's movies, at least... Or the children's movies that I like the most are the ones that have kind of laid stuff into their plots with their messaging or their characters for people to discover as they move as they grow up with them yeah that's why i i i think that something like the hobbit which is a children's story and it's something that i read at a kind of young age not when i was a child but when i was in middle school i read the hobbit and i feel like you know some people I said you know for another time which yeah. is unfortunate but some people say that uh, a movie or something a franchise will grow up with them. Like it will become more advanced as the audience becomes more advanced. But I feel more like the best children's movies or stories like The Hobbit are things that you grow up with. Yeah. That as you get older, you see more in them and you're able to extract more from them despite, or not despite, but thanks to your age and your yep. increasing um, sophistication. But this, so this is a really, really long way of saying this movie has no staying power. Yeah. For
0: you. And I think- For me. Yes. For me. You know, again, we didn't watch this when we were young. I'll be honest. I don't really think that family of any of the Disney Channel original movies we watched as children. I don't, I, I remember being mildly entertained at best with any of them. But I think for a fair number of people, this movie is one of those ones that they just thought was so funny and goofy as kids. And then they grow up and they can easily look past all the flaws because, right, they love it. And they do see this kind of deeper message about you know being yourself and being as multifaceted as you want to be. And using a
1: cello to play an electric guitar.
0: Yes. <laughs> I guess what... I don't feel like we have a ton of space to kind of talk about other things. I just want to give a shout out to, I kind of already mentioned it, but Ryan Evans, his outfits in this movie are amazing. Which one is
1: he? Who are you talking about?
0: Sharpay's brother.
1: Oh, yeah. He's always wearing like hats and like matching hats and shirts. He's doing nothing to combat the foppish effeminate uh, theater boy stereotype.
0: No, he's not. I was going to ask you how you felt about the theater kid portrayal. As a theater kid yourself, do you feel like you're more of a
1: Sharpay or a Ryan? I feel like I'm more of a Kelsey. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love that. But on that subject, I want to stop you before you say anything good so I can say something else that was bad. What the actual heck is up with those two? Because... They're playing couples. Yeah. Why is
0: that? No, I I pointed, I asked that to the person I was watching the movie with. I was like, if anyone in my high school had behaved this way with their sibling, they would have never heard the end of jokes about, you know, sketchy business or something. So I div- I agree with that. That is weird. They're, I don't understand that. I think that's just another theater kid thing, though. Theater kids are weird. The real message of High School Musical, you can be anything, don't be a weirdo theater kid is the real message.
1: Sure. I mean, that was that was my thing in high school was that I was just a weirdo. A weird <clears throat> theater kid. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You weren't weird in high school, Elliot. I thought you were cool. <laughs>
1: That's great, Nathan. I'm glad.
0: <laughs> I just wanted to say that I, I found, uh, just in terms of characters... I was kind of surprised by how not annoyed I was by a lot of the high schoolers in the thing. I didn't feel like any of them were really annoyingly, or at least none of them felt like they were quirky to a level that I was like, okay, no one kind of behaves like this. I mean, obviously Sharpay and Ryan are not behaving in a way that everyone behaves. But for the most part, the other characters were mostly reacting like High schoolers, right? You already said high schoolers are stupid. They reacted very stupidly. They did <laughs> silly things that made very little sense. I thought Troy Bolton was, you know, a, a, so silly and self-serious. But, you know, it works in a movie like this. And again, I love Ryan's outfits. And I Ryan has, is so much better in High School Musical 2. He's starting to get away from Sharpay. I want the world for Ryan. I see a lot of myself in him. (laughs) When I show up to Lydia's wedding on Saturday in flip-flops, dress pants, and color-matching fedora and shirt,
1: you'll know why. All right. Um, I'm not sure how to react to all that. I don't think that most high schoolers are as aware of the superstructures that they've (laughs) created as these high schoolers are. Um, Because they're, like, talking about, I mean, they're aware of the, they are articulating these concepts of, like, tribalism and cliques. And I don't think high schoolers really are as conscious of that as they are in this movie.
0: Yeah. Although, I, I think, again, this is another place where it's a difference in us that I'm like, it's not realistic. Who cares? And that's clearly an issue for you. The realism in
1: some sense. Well, I don't know. I Things can be unrealistic, but they shouldn't be dumb. <laughs> um, and that was silly. And th- on the character front, I mean, I, I think I agree with you, kind of. I wasn't as annoyed with the characters. Well, obviously I was annoyed with a lot of them, like the drama teacher and the basketball coach. Yeah. And I thought that Sharpay and Ryan were pretty annoying, to be honest. And also... I mean, why do they even bother having Sharpay do this 180 to redeem herself at the very end, being happy for Gabriella and wishing her luck, saying break a leg and then like in the theater world that means that means good luck like woo, I'm so glad to be an understudy. Ridiculous. <laughs> that was dumb. And I guess what a tiny thing. <laughs> well, it's not a tiny thing actually. That that represents a fairly significant change in outlook that hasn't been really earned in any way. Don't worry. In the second one she's right back to being normal. That's so. great, Nathan. Um also the the woman who's playing her looks a lot like Mary Elizabeth Winstead. But I Okay. The movie would be a lot better if Mary I, well, Elizabeth I agree. Winstead I agree, but I couldn't figure out what her actual name was, so I kept on calling her Mary Elizabeth Lewsted, Uh which is kind of mean, and I apologize for that. It's Ashley Tisdale, isn't it? I don't know who is that. A fairly famous—I'd say one of the more famous people to come out of this movie. Well, the point is, honestly. she voiced Candace on Phineas and Ferb. Yeah, that's Ashley actually- Tisdale. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, and I was just—I just had never even considered the idea that that woman actually had. A live action face.
0: (laughs) That's funny. No, she's fairly. I I want to say she's a fairly. She was fairly popular. She got her own spinoff too. There's some Sharpe goes to Paris. Yeah, I remember
1: seeing commercials for that. Yeah, yeah. On like straight to DVD movies that we watched. Oh yeah, (laughs) they were along with commercials for like that movie about Beethoven the dog. Oh, the dog. Yeah, Yeah, the Saint Bernard. Yes, that's a classic. Um, maybe I don't know. But no, no, no. no. I did have a point. (laughs) I just wanted to say that I thought that Troy and Gabriella were pretty okay. Let's go. And I thought that their chemistry, such as it existed, was okay. Wow! What a glowing, what a glowing review. Put that on the box. Their chemistry was sort of okay. Yeah, their chemistry dot 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 was sort of okay. I guess the only other thing... No, I was, no, no, wait. No, 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 I'm I'm oh, you're so funny. I guess
0: my two kind of somewhat final-ish thoughts were uh, the musical sections in this were really poorly choreographed, except for Sharpay and Ryan. Because all of the times when it was like a big group, it was... And I mentioned this to
1: the person I was watching with. and she, Wow, they must have been really annoyed with you <laughs> with all these stupid questions you were asking. They didn't care
0: that i'm pretty sure stuff like the final dance number was choreographed to be simplistic enough that a kid could learn the choreography to like write dance along with the movie but it really showed because this was very simple very silly sort of choreography not very exciting far cry from la la land's immaculate super complex choreography um, the other thing I would say is the movie was kind of weirdly paced, just because it kind of has a mini conflict
1: resolution climax before the actual climax. You've misordered that. It's a introduction conflict climax resolution. Oh, sorry. Conflict climax resolution. It has like a mini
0: one about 30 minutes before the actual end of the movie where... Troy and Gabriella's friends realize that it was wrong of them to uh, be as cliquish as they have been. And so they kind of have a change of heart. And it occurs before the actual climax of the movie. But it's just weird because it it felt like a mini, it, it just felt really weirdly paced for me. That I was like, why is this happening now instead of at the end of the movie?
1: i don't know i was which maybe yeah you were i was pretty pretty checked out (laughs) at that point (laughs) i i had kind of given up i had let it beat me into submission okay um there was something i was going to say what was it i'm sure i'm sure it was not insightful at all probably not it was probably just a stupid joke oh dang then i want to hear it (laughs) (laughs) sorry if I think of it later, I'll, I'll, I'll email it to you. Oh, no, it wasn't even a super joke. It was just a question. Do people do that? Did do, Were we supposed to dance along to movies as children? Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Because when I asked her, she said that more than a few of my friends, if I asked them, they would be able to do the choreography now for the
1: end. Wow, and they put out they put that out, never even entered into my mind as a possibility.
0: Well, you're not very fleet of foot, so
1: I don't. I mean, this is true, but also, I don't know.
0: I can't see you even as a kid. I can't see you getting up and being like, "Guys, let's dance to the song,
1: la 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 la."
0: This is how high Elliot's voice was as a child. It by was, the way,
1: it was pretty bad.
0: No, they would put out videos with the, like, stars of the movie saying, like, oh, here's, you know, if you want to dance along to this song, here are the steps. And they'd show you how to do the steps to the song. Yeah.
1: Wow. that was insane. We were supposed to do that. Yeah. Uh, What a pitiful failure. I know. We were. And I don't know about you, but I never sang along with movies. Like, even in (laughs) VeggieTales, there's a blast from the past for you. Uh, Even when they had, like, sing-along things. Yeah. Yeah. You know, lower, would have the, yeah, lower this, graphics yes. with the lyrics on it. I would just sort of, I would just sort of watch the dot bounce along the words and be like, "Wow, look at that! <laughs> that is
0: pretty funny." Do you have any other closing thoughts here before we get into
1: ratings? Do you have any other negatives? You've been so positive on the show. Uh, no, I'm. I, I. I don't. I think I did actually kind of like Kelsey as a character. Um... Because she did remind me a bit of myself. Really? Although I never had a moment where I broke out of my shell and started dancing and achieving great success. No one ever called you Sawdoss Sondheim? No, but that was far and away my favorite line of the movie. That was a great... I I guess I did
0: have another final thought. So many of like the references and things characters said made no sense i want to i'm trying to remember there was a specific example where a character used like what seemed like a casual phrase but it made no sense and there was more than a few other ones where just a character said like well i guess it's like this into this and i'm like that's not a saying and that also doesn't compute for me so the writing of the movie i just thought was so weird but saw off sondheim i was like dang that's kind of that's a good reference That's, that's clever a joke yeah uh, yeah, I, it was probably a huge hit for all of the children who were also huge. Uh, yeah. Leonard Sondheim fans. <laughs> <They were,
1: yeah. laughs> or Steven Sondheim. Yeah, yeah I was, Leonard. Leonard Sondheim. Sorry, I was thinking Leonard Bernstein. Oh, I was thinking Leonard Cohen. So we're all over the place. He's, but anyway, no. I And I thought that her actor, actress, uh, did as good a job as one can usually expect from a younger actor. And yeah. generally, the acting was high school okay. acting. Yes. Which... It is what it is, man. Uh, there, I you can't really dock points for something like that because that's just uh, that's just the constraints of the setting that you've placed your movie in. Your movie in. Yeah, but no, I thought that she was she was she was a good-ish part. <laughs> wow,
0: don't you know? Break your arm giving the movie a pat on the back, jeepers! I won't. Um, yeah, then I, I say let's get to I guess one final thing. I'm remembering things that I put in my notebook that I left. Uh, there were two kind of neat transitions with basketballs that I was just like,
1: cute transition, bro. I just wanted to say that. Did our school, did Indianola High School, have a giant poster of any of our athletic teams on the wall? No, cause we suck. Cute. Yeah, yeah. I know we sucked, but <laughs> I know we, I know our teams were bad, but our women's team our women's
0: basketball team was the only team that i remember ever achieving a measure of
1: well they they success. made that giant stadium with the huge billboard so i just thought the that football stadium yeah but yeah. this is meaningless there's so many people but the one by the middle school um and it's it it just seems like if they're going to spend that kind of money on their athletics Just get a giant poster because it looks cool at that point. Yeah, no, we did not.
0: because We would get posters, but not of that size. Yeah,
1: and I I don't think we ever had a a poster of any of the theater kids. (laughs) In any capacity, (laughs) except as it relates to plays. Yeah, no, I...
0: uh, Yeah, the theater kids were weird. (laughs) No offense to any theater
1: kids out there. I just... They were weird at my school. I don't know, remember Doug? He was like Doug was cool. He was though. the coolest kid around. He was the one that everyone wanted to be and everyone wanted to be friends with, but so few could. That's so true. Actually, that's not even true. Doug was just a really friendly guy. <laughs> yeah, Doug was friends with a lot of people. <laughs> 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 All right, we should stop talking yeah. about the particulars any, anyway, of our any, elementary.
0: Yeah. Schools. Anyway, let's get into the final. You can go first. I feel like it's not going to come as much of a surprise. Your final.
1: Uh, Yeah, I just want to say, I just want to reiterate that I know I've made fun of this movie, but I don't want to, I don't want you to at all think that I'm making fun of you for liking this movie, you, the audience who likes this movie, (laughs) Uh, because that would be, that would be stupid and petty. And these are just my personal thoughts. This was my experience of the movie. I understand that I have a tendency to be fairly sarcastic and biting about things that I don't like. That's just a character flaw in the movie of my life. <laughs> uh, but I'm not trying to belittle you at all uh, when I talk about the things that I didn't like about this movie. But at the same time, I do want to be honest about how I felt about the movie and what my experience of it was. And my experience of it was a D+. A D+. Plus? Yeah.
0: Deepers. I mean, I'm not a huge amount. I know I've come off as the more positive of the two of us. But I still do think, I mean, this movie is, like, fundamentally, at its core, a stupid premise. It is founded in very little logic or realism. It has somewhat of a message and a not, you know, completely incompatible with the real world message, which I appreciate, because sometimes children's movies can do a message that is just completely divorced from reality. I did not think this was one of those. The music was better than it could have been. (laughs)
1: It if it was, was only scored with a kazoo?
0: Yeah, this was way better than some of the absolute garbage best picture winners that I had to watch that were like 1940s wow. musicals, like *An American in Paris. That movie was so stupid and terrible. It was better than that. It was better than um, High School Musical 2. I don't plan on watching High School Musical 3, so I'll never know. <laughs> Um, But yeah, I thought this was a reasonably enjoyable, you know, nothing sort of film. I think Ryan put it very well. If you stick around for the credits, (laughs) you can hear what Ryan thought. But yeah, I think saying all that, it's like a a 6 out of 10 for
1: me. Wow, that's pretty generous.
0: Well, I don't know. It was competently made. It was competently acted. It had one writing line that I found clever and funny. Um yeah, I thought it was one step above
1: mediocre. I'd rather watch this than uh Dial of Destiny. Oh, oh I don't know. <laughs> Didn't I give them both the same grade? No, I gave Dial of Destiny a D. Yeah. So this is better. Mathematically, really? yes. I should want to watch this movie more. Yes. Yeah. Uh well let's let's not even talk about that. Let's talk about recommendations.
0: Let's talk about recommendations. Yeah. We went in different avenues again. This is so weird that we always do this. We don't, I don't intentionally choose ones that I think you won't choose. I'm gonna go first. I'm really excited about this. This is a movie that I did watch as a kid, and I did revisit as an adult and found it to be just as charming and funny and amazing. This is a classic musicale. My recommendation is the Singing in the Rain, the movie. It's an absolute classic. It is so funny. It's also about... Uh, it also has dubbing as a plot thing. Oh. It's really fun. It's a classic old Hollywood musical. Gene Kelly and Debbie Reynolds are the two... What the fart are you doing? <laughs> just Elliot like... has currently opened a book and started reading in I the midst of my recommendations. I just wanted to see if you would react. Anyway, Singing in the Rain. It's a classic old Hollywood musical. Gene Kelly, Debbie Reynolds. It follows... Gene Kelly as a silent movie star, and he experiences the shift into the talkies, which you can read about on the Magellans at the Movies blog. Elliot has a very insightful piece about paradigm shifts in cinema. Just a real quick plug there. <laughs> anyway, so he's kind of having difficulties with that, as well as he's falling in love with Debbie Reynolds's character. It is so charming, so funny. The singing in the rain like sequence I don't know if you've seen the movie recently or what you're going to say once I finish recommending it (laughs) but I consider the singing in the rain like musical sequence where he sings it in the rain is maybe one of the greatest scenes in movie history it is so jubilant so incredibly euphorically happy and amazing and throw your cares to the wind you don't need an umbrella you can sing in the rain it is so good Wow. It also has an extended reference to the Broadway melody of 1928, which no one will get and I didn't get until like two years later. But I think if you're looking for another musical that's, you know, it's kind of silly, it's kind of stupid, but it is so much fun. It is so funny. The music is so good. Although I don't think... Singing in the Rain, at least, was a song before the movie, Singing in the Rain. But yeah, I think this is a fantastic... Musical. So good. It's one of the classics. Wow. And it'll
1: cure your depression. Honestly, Uh, it could. I don't know. It is such a fun movie. Nothing can cure my (laughs) depression. (laughs) I have not seen that in decades. Or not decades. I've only been alive for two of them. (laughs) I've not seen that in years. I did watch it as a child. We watched it on VHS. I remember that. Uh, There's every chance that I liked it back then. Uh, So... Young Elliot probably endorses this recommendation, but young Elliot liked Phantom Menace, so take whatever he says with a grain of salt. Um, I'm assuming that it's that's probably... Well, I don't know.
0: <laughs> I like how you can't
1: even endorse. You're like, Nathan's stupid. He might be wrong. He might be wrong. I don't know. Um, Nathan's not usually like super far off the mark, so... Yeah, I I can't endorse this recommendation just because I don't know anything about it. You don't have to. We don't have a recommendation endorsement I know. Well, we sort of do. We have an unofficial one. Uh, My recommendation is very much unlike this movie because I'm recommending The Breakfast Club, uh, which is a classic teen comedy from the 80s, right? Yeah. Uh, about a bunch of teenagers in detention. It's got an incredibly small cast of, in terms of main characters, it's just like the five of them. Uh, So that's the four teenagers and the principal who's there sort of watching over them. And it's just about uh, them kind of goofing off with each other. Uh, Its message, insofar as it has one, is about labels and about sort of coming into your own uh, and owning your own identity because all of them have fairly rigid roles at the beginning and then they kind of stick with them as they go along but supposedly they're uh, shedding them and they do shed them to some extent although the bad boy I don't remember what his name is but it's not like he Johnny something probably uh, the one who wears the denim jacket with the fingerless gloves yeah. he it's not like he starts helping old ladies across the street or anything by the end of the movie that doesn't matter it's a funny movie. It's a fun movie. It's got a similar kind of message. It's actually, the last time I watched it, which was a while ago, but I did note that it's got a, a relatively sensitive approach to the topic of mental health among teenagers, uh, which not every movie, especially not every movie from the 80s, especially especially not every teen movie from the 80s would have handled with quite so much tact. So that's another point in its favor. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's just a fun sort of, Funny movie that's up there with, like, Ghostbusters and stuff for the classics of comedies before the 2000s. Yeah. It's also one of our father's favorite movies. Dad loves that that movie. Yeah. He's nutty about it. Although it's not appropriate for children. Uh, No, it's not. If you were attracted to High School Musical because of the childlike innocence of the movie, you will not find that with The Breakfast Club. You will find it in
0: Singing in the Rain. And you'll yes. always find it here at Magellan's of the Movies. Where life is hard
1: and full of disappointments. No. That's our slogan. <laughs> that's not our slogan. It is. But we'll... that is true, though. Okay, it is true. Whatever. whatever. We have no evidence to believe that's true. What are you talking about?
0: We have mountains right. of evidence. I'm just
1: kidding. Our uh, whole lives are evidence
0: hopefully you enjoyed this episode hopefully You're if you not like too angry. yeah hopefully if you are angry we would love to receive hate mail. We'd love
1: to receive any yeah. mail of any kind. We'd love to start a controversy maybe get on some news some <laughs> if, news if shows. you want to start stirring the pot, we're happy to provide a ladle. let's yeah, say that that's that was well that was well put.
0: Yeah, so hopefully you enjoyed this um, episode. We're going to have another episode next week. Stick you around. You
1: always say this. We're going to have another episode next week. I'm This is
0: always the case. I'm just letting them know that we haven't given up on our dream of movie podcasting fame since the last episode. Oh,
1: well, okay. <laughs> but we might in the interim period between now and when the next one is supposed to go up. It won't. We have promised, So we're locked in for right, one more our, week. That's our obligation. That's yes. our, we've made the commitment. Yes.
0: We're going to have another episode next week. Very excited for it. We don't know what it is yet, but I'm excited for it regardless.
1: Uh, I bet it will suck.
0: Yeah. Now enjoy these thoughts
1: from our brother Ryan. <laughs> um, I think that High School Musical is like the definition of a pop move. Right? Don't clap. No. Yeah, okay. So, Nicole, it's the definition of start. a pop move. Because I think it's
0: very much designed to be easy to process, to evoke quick emotions within a set amount of time. It's a pop song, but sure. as a move, And it literally has pop songs in it. Interesting. it. It's no different than like a Taylor Swift song, or an Iggy Azalea song. Wow. it's I just kind of contest very, putting Taylor and Iggy in the same category, but whatever. Right. whatever. It's just very dated. <laughs> and has a lot of auto-tune. <laughs> or it should not have auto-tune. Well, there you go. Yeah, good to know. Good stuff.